Oh, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Minution. We have a new album called Magical Thinking, which was released on March 12th via Secret Entertainment. So, it's a secret, but not anymore. And right now, I'm being joined by Auntie and Jesper to share some more information about this release and what the band has got going on. So, Auntie, Jesper, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having us. Absolutely. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention, because you, you were asking if I'm in Canada or the UK, I'm in Canada. I couldn't help but notice that in the music video for Suspicious Smiles, it opens up with the Toronto skyline, which made me very happy on the inside. And then I thought, what's so suspicious about Toronto? So <laughs> I guess that's my first question. What's so suspicious about Toronto? How come Toronto? <laughs> I don't actually know because Pekka, our, our uh, another guitarist, Pekka Loponen made the video, and I think he picked up the video for that or that archival video for that that uh, for that song from some kind of net site website. I don't know if you remember Jasper. Yeah, he used like a stock video yeah. uh, service. Uh, yeah, it's a very low budget video, but uh, he he did a nice edit and uh, yeah, I think it turned out fine as a lyric video and yeah, I think it starts with uh, something that looks a bit like a CGI skyline of the city and yeah, that that is from the archive that Pekka used for gathering the whole video. Okay, I yeah. I think that's the art of, of being a musician is how do you have a low budget to no budget DIY and make it look like it's not that at all. Yeah, um, Pekka is very talented in graphical design and illustrations and that kind of stuff. I think, I mean, that's his day job as well. Yeah, and he, he also made the cover art for the album. So. Yeah. A lot of the visuals for the band and the new album and photos and videos mm. have been created by Pekka. Okay. Does that, is that being created in conjunction with the music and the lyrics or are they separate things? I think they're mostly separate things that usually we just uh, concentrate on the music and then afterwards... Pekka has some ideas for the visual side and incorporates that to the music. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the notes that I have in front of me here is that this album, Magical Thinking, there's a couple things. The third album, and it looks like, unless, unless the note is wrong, the last thing you guys released was just about five, six years ago. Is that correct? Yeah. The second album was called Inwards. And we really released that in in the beginning of 2015. So yeah, six years ago. Yeah. Okay. Now, I guess my first question is, what went into this record? Third full length album, five years of development. Was there something you guys were looking for? Well, I don't know if we were looking for anything. We we are quite lazy. <laughs> Basic wise, and and uh, there was a lot of like a normal uh, normal living happening, you know, close family 
members de- dead and, 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 and uh, children being born and stuff like that. So that took uh, quite a lot of time away from the band. Yeah, there were the past five or six years have been pretty eventful as far as like personal lives of the band members go. And, uh, and of course, like, uh, Auntie being the, like the uh, composer of the band, he's had a lot of these ideas for a long time, but it's taken a lot of time for us as a band, uh, to arrange all of this together and develop it further. And, and, uh, and still, all of us has a, have our day jobs and all this stuff to <laughs> take care yeah. of. So. Yeah. But also, the good thing is because, well, it's it's been like a self-financed thing, and we've been mostly able to record and do everything we want with the record with time, without being pressured to release something halfway through or something that's not fully finished. So. I mean, that's a good thing, and it's also a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I got a note here that says that the album is self-produced. Was that like a shared responsibility amongst the band, or did somebody in the band take on more of the role of of producer? Well, I think that, like the, like the musical side of the production, I think it, it's... Because I'm the composer, I think I have more input on the music, maybe on the on the like the basic music. But then we, if we the, uh, when we arrange the songs, then the whole band is is coming together with the songs and uh, and uh, takes takes more hold the whole band. Yeah, and also when we write the lyrics, it's more like a shared. Yeah, shared duty, and um, everyone comes up with some ideas, and uh, then we see which which ideas work best for each song, and and then when the music and the lyrics are ready, then uh, we take more. Yeah, most of the recording stuff, the technical aspects of it, and well, the actual recording as well, we can do ourselves. So outside help has been mostly um, mixing and mastering and uh, yeah, and with the uh, promotion and publication of the album. Mm-hmm. So no, no studio time. You guys did it at home? Basically at home, yeah. We, we recorded the drums at, the, at this one great studio here in Helsinki, but the rest, I think, well, most of the rest we recorded at home. Vocals yeah. we did at the studio also. Yeah. It seems like a couple of very important things to want to nail down because everything else, like guitars, you could do DIs, keyboards will probably be direct anyway, right? So mm. <clears throat> all those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Now it looks like, speaking of mixing and mastering, uh, Miko Heranen, did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, not exactly a lightweight. <laughs> It's kind of an important yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He has a long history in hard rock and well rock music in general in Finland and he's produced and produced a lot of good stuff and also he's obviously been you know a 
great musician himself in having played in many bands and I think to like the general population of Finland he became sort of known when he took part in the Voice of Finland contest for Finland yeah <laughs> and he yeah he got pretty far in that contest cool yeah. how did he get involved did you guys know him already or did you seek him out or how did that work well uh, we didn't really know him beforehand but uh, he he had done uh, quite some records with uh, friends of ours like the chant uh, this one Finnish band and and uh, I think I don't remember anything else but the chant <laughs> he did this uh, record with them and uh, our guitarist Pekka he played used to play in the chant so we, we knew him like from that yeah we basically we have common friends with herranen so mm-hmm. it was easy for us to contact him and we knew that yeah. or we had heard that he's a you know uh great professional to work with so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he did not let you guys down it sounds like no not at all. It sounds really good, the record. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised how good it sounds. Well, I guess maybe take us through that. What surprises you about that? Is there something that you think that he was able to do? Uh, hard to say. I think the drum sounds themselves. We went to this uh, Sonic Pump Studios that uh, bands like Apocalyptic and I think uh, might be Children of Budum has also been there, have recorded their stuff also. So it's a really quality studio and the drum sounds themselves at the studio when I was playing, they sounded really good. So that gave us gave me a lot of confidence for the whole process that at least the drums will sound good. So it's easier to lay things on top of that because the, the like the groundwork is laid perfectly. Yeah, yeah, the foundation. Yeah. yeah the fo- foundation has to be very solid with the drums in this kind of music. So it, then it's everything else is much less painful when, when the drums work and then you can lay the bass and guitars and the vocals and that kind of stuff. And I think, uh, Herranen for us was very good to work with particularly because he has a good idea of how things should sound like, like drum, drum wise, guitar wise lyrics. So he has, a his, his style of mixing and choosing choosing sounds and all this kind of stuff is very much in line with ours. Mm. Yeah. And it's like the communication with him is really easy to be we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Jesper, when it comes to your guitar, do you know if like, did you, did you record with a real amp? Did you record DIs? Did you have Miko reamp? How did that work? Uh, well, we've done on the previous records. We've done done the traditional way, you know, miking the speaker cabinets and playing 
playing good quality guitar amps and we've done a lot of work and experimentation with this but uh for this record we actually wanted to have something a bit different because uh, we were talking about this with Antti and Pekka a lot uh, that on many hard rock and metal albums the guitars are starting starting to sound very generic like when it's produced, it kind of sounds the same on every record. In and uh, we wanted to take a, like a, a more individual approach, so we used uh, used like a Fender Stratocaster to get a light, nice twang sound in the rhythm guitars, and we ended up actually using this Headrush amp modeler and uh, recording directly with it to the uh, to the digital audio workstation, so so there was not not an actual amp cabinet being used. Mm-hmm. So and uh, that turned out really good. And actually, also Herranen was pretty surprised at how we were able to pull it off. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I think the choice that we we used uh, just the Stratocaster for the yeah. rhythm guitars that was a good choice because it's it's a uh, more like a hard rock feeling than than a than a traditional metal guitar mm-hmm. yeah yeah and especially uh, i don't think a lot of guitar players know this but single coils and really low tuned guitars uh have a bit of a cleaner sound actually than humbuckers it's kind of interesting so i don't know how how low you guys tuned or anything but um if you watch Footage from the Black Album when Metallica was recording and they were doing riffs for Sad But True, which is not that low. It's in D. Uh, they were doing a lot of guitars on like Dan Electro single coil, like lipstick tube like or lipstick pickup guitars. Um, okay. Because of just the way it sounds. And it's hard to describe the way a single coil, if it was a single coil anyway, uh, that you guys were using. Yeah, um, yeah. it was a single coil. Yeah, there's it's the way it sounds on certain riffs, especially if it's detuned. That it just I don't know, it has a bit more grit and clarity to it. It's just kind of funny. But I'm looking yeah, at this. It Go ahead. Works in many many cases. It works really nice. So uh, obviously, if you you know add too much distortion and completely ruin the original sound of the guitar, then it doesn't really matter that much. But when you want a, like a very clean, punchy rhythm guitar tone it works really well mm-hmm. i'm looking at the studio this place is nice i can't imagine how expensive this place is a lot of a lot of lunch money obviously went into it. did you guys do the sauna at all they have a sauna did you record in the <laughs> sauna at all no we had we, we didn't have the time but i think heron and visited there uh just for one day and the first thing he did he did was go to the sauna so one of us went to the sauna but none of us from the band actually (laughs) and i'm looking looking at the live room is this where you recorded the drums and the vocals in this giant 70 square meter live room or whatever it is yeah that's where we recorded the drums but we actually recorded the vocals at uh heron and has his own studio Mm. nearby also so we we loaned his studio and just uh, uh yeah, yeah we were there just yeah 
yeah, it's basically like a controlled room where he does his mixing and that kind of stuff. So we were recording the vocals in the control room and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but the drums were recorded in the at Sonic Pump, so in the big room and with a great selection of microphones and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, converters and whatnot, and it looks like they have a nice uh, 5.1 setup. Yeah, as well. I think it's like one of the best studios in Helsinki it, it, for for this kind of music, it, at least. It looks like it. Again, I can't imagine how much this place costs. I mean, wow. Okay, well, that's just getting lost in minutia. There, take us through <laughs> this <laughs> album, Magical Thinking. Um, is there a theme? Because we got a track called Suspicious Smiles. Uh, we have a track called Magical Thinking. Magical Thinking could lead to Suspicious Smiles or the other way around. Um, what is this record about? Does it have a theme, lyrically? I don't think it has like a, like any kind of story theme, but uh, I think the overaching theme of the whole thing is more or less like anxiety and dealing with anxiety and uh, everything that goes around that. Okay. That's one of the things I, I, I have a note here. It explores anxiety in all of its manifestations. So I guess my follow-up question is, are we talking about healthy anxiety? Like that leads to resolving something or productivity, or are we talking about unhealthy anxiety that leads to, just spiraling out of control. Uh, there is probably a bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the. I think some... it's more more or less deals with our anxiety <laughs> as a band. <laughs> just just like the anxiety towards everything that is happening around the world, <laughs> just like the corona and everything was. I was going to say, I think you guys need more anxiety. It took six years, uh, but <laughs> it could be a lack of anxiety. Um, would the album have come out sooner if it wasn't for coronavirus? How is how has coronavirus affected this whole thing? I don't think it, it mattered at all because we finished the album just before the coronavirus hit big. So, Yeah, actually... Yeah, the uh, no, yeah, actually, it, yeah, the mixing and mastering was done last summer, so in yeah, the we were of... recording the vocals when when the corona yeah. stuff started happening. So we were like finishing up the last last sections for the album. I mean, the vocals. So that was uh, last, uh, yeah, just a year ago. Actually, mm-hmm. we started recording the last parts, which were vocals. And then uh, Heronen started mixing in, uh, I think it was May. May, yeah. Last, last, uh, yeah, last May. Okay. So the record was scheduled to be released in 2021 regardless. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, How about traditional ways of marketing the record, such as shows and tours? Is that something that's popping up at all in Finland? No, everything is cancelled, and I think they even uh, cancelled even more things, just like today. And uh, so there's no not any gigs planned, but which is a real shame because uh, we have the last gig we we did 
that was actually five years ago. It was in 2016. So <laughs> there's a quite a bit of uh, healthy anxiety towards geeking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And for anybody listening in who doesn't know the difference between healthy anxiety and unhealthy anxiety, uh, check out some resources because uh, actually the last band I was just chatting with was talking about uh, mental health. Uh, especially with regard to how 2020 has gone and how 2021 is continuing uh, to go. And uh, there, there definitely is a difference between a productive sense of anxiety and um, it controlling and spiraling your life out of control. So if anybody watching or listening in uh, has any questions about that, then definitely look into some resources, uh, you know, from, from some mental health experts that can guide towards a, a healthier, more productive life. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Well, boys, we have chatted about the album, the recording, the sauna at the studio that you guys recorded at, which like, my mind is blown right now. I, is that like a real finished thing? Like you got to have a sauna in there? Like, yeah, <laughs> I think we have sauna in everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, you know, you can go dunk yourself in the river, like when it's you know really cold outside, and then go back in, go into the sauna, do that whole thing. Is that is that a thing in Finland? Like they do in Russia with the bathhouses? Yeah, if if you have an apartment where you have a sauna and you have a backyard or something where you can go deep in the snow, then yeah, <laughs> people do it. Yeah, you do it. That's that's fantastic. That is magical thinking right there. Um, sweet. Well, I believe we covered everything in here, boys. So unless there's anything else, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Hey, thanks to you, John. Thanks for having us. It was really nice to chat. Yeah, thanks for the interview. And um, yeah, the album is coming out this month. Mm. Hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but if if this is going out in April, the album has come out. So <laughs> ah. check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>